Welcome to Leadership Revealed, where John Paul shares his no-nonsense approach to all things leadership and scaling businesses. John interviews some of the most successful people in their industries to see what it takes to become a great leader. Be prepared for the truth about leadership and business. Please welcome your host, serial entrepreneur and top-selling author, John Paul. Hi everyone, John Paul here and welcome to another edition of Leadership Revealed. In this episode of the podcast, I want to talk to you about how you deal with the negative in your life. Because I think as business owners and leaders um, and family people as well and and people with a a social network, we always, always will come across people who have a negative outlook on what we are doing and a negative outlook on life. And let's be honest, everyone, it is incredibly draining and incredibly um, tiring. Now, there's four sort of areas I want to talk about. So the first one is um, negative in your business. So that's your staff. The second one is how to deal with negative customers and and a network of contractors. The third one I want to quickly talk about is how you deal with negative family members as well, which is quite difficult because when you're considering you can't, you can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family. And then the fourth and last is how you deal with people you don't know. So haters on social media or or people who are um, no friends of friends and they're saying detrimental things about you. It's incredibly uh, demoralizing. It can be quite hurtful, some of the things you hear and say about yourself. And all I'll say is that the more successful you get, the more haters you will have. I genuinely thought that the more successful I got, people would want to help me more, they'd want to be my friend more, they'd like to be nice to me more. Oh, how wrong I was. It was quite the opposite. We had more and more people trying to be negative, trying to pull us down, setting away rumours about us. It was horrendous, and it is horrendous. But you know what? I very, very rarely lose a second of sleep or a second of my day um, thinking or deliberating over these people. And I'm going to go through each one and tell you why. So the first one is how you deal with negative stuff. Because it can be such a drain on your time and your resources at work, and it can really sort of have that horrible negative effect on the rest of your stuff as well. You'll know probably, unfortunately, from bitter experience is that when you do have a negative staff member in a particular branch, by them being negative, it brings down the tone of the, uh, the office, the mood of the office, and it can have a very toxic effect on everybody else. There was a really good study that I, I keep citing every time. You've probably heard it in the previous podcast, in which I believe it was Harvard Business when they... Um, they interviewed 10,000 Americans, 10,000 employees, and they said, right, if we could give you one thing that would make you better at your job, more money, more time off, flexible hours, better cars, resources, logistics, what would it be? And 70% of people said, just give me better colleagues to work with. That's an amazing statistic when you think about it. Of all the things you could give your staff, all they want is better people to work with. But it stands to reason. People don't want to be doing everybody else's job. They don't want that negativity, that toxicity when they come into work on a daily basis. You're in control of how you operate. You're in control of how the effort you put into something and the enthusiasm that you can put into something, but you're not in control of your colleagues. So that makes sense that when people want better people to work with, more positive, more, you know, less negative people, then that stands to reason why they would want that. The second thing is how to deal with customers. So it's very difficult because you can't pick and choose 
who you work with. You can, I'll take that back, you can, but if all you wanted to deal with is your ideal customer when you first out and started out in business, you wouldn't have a business. We've all got to take on the type of customer that in an ideal world we wouldn't have just to get us some business traction, get some cash in the till, get some uh, momentum in the business so that at some point in the future we can turn around and say, do you know what, Mr. Smith? I don't think we're alike. I don't think our values are aligned. Um, I can recommend somebody else who will take your business, but you are not for me. And that's fine. But in the beginning, you've got to take on what you've got to take on. Now, I'm not saying you compromise on your ethics and your values. Goodness, no. What I am saying is that when you're managing a couple of thousand houses or you're selling hundreds of houses or you're selling millions of widgets on a monthly basis, you take on everybody and any all newcomers just to get that, that momentum and traction. So when you're dealing with negative customers, there's a few sort of tips. Is You present the solutions all the time. So rather than say, oh, your house is being broken into, or there's been a problem with the production line, or we're not going to get that delivery out for you this week, present the solutions. You say, listen, there's been a problem with your property, but don't worry, we've got a plumber going out there. This has been fixed. That's been fixed. This is the cost, and we should have it fixed within the next 48 hours, and the tenant's really, really happy. So long as you present the, the solutions to it, then your customer or your client is going to be fine with that. You know, if you say, oh, the delivery is not going to get out to you in time, but don't worry, we're going to pay a little bit extra and it's going to get there bang on time for you. Don't you worry, Mr. Smith. You're going to get, you're going to get your product what you asked for. That's absolutely fine and people are okay with that. So the second thing is you need to be firm with these people. If these negative vultures or, or, or energy vampires try and suck the energy out of you, um, you need to be firm with them back and not put up with any of the uh, of the negativity. Now, that doesn't mean being rude. I'm not saying that, but you can be firm with them. And you can say, listen, I, you know, I don't accept that. This is a solution that I presented for you. This is what I believe is the way we should move forward. Is this where you want to take the, take, the, take, take the issue? So as long as you're firm with them and you present the solutions, then you're going to get much more of an amenable conversation with your customer or client. Do not relent and do not back down. The first sign of negative people is if you will listen to them and you will put up with their negativity and their issues and problems, then that's it. You're done for. They'll just continue to barrage you with all these problems and issues. And that is just going to be so, so negative in your in your work life, in your social life. So do not put up with it. And also, you've got to be honest. So negative people need a dose of reality. They need honesty. So again, with solutions to back up the dose of honesty and reality, so that they can make a decision to move forward. So again, if there's something gone wrong, because the majority of our, our listeners are, are property guys, property girls as well, if something's gone wrong in a property, the sale's fallen through or the tenant's not paid the rent and he's, he's left the property, all you can say is, well, listen, the tenant's left the property, there's a little bit of damage, this is the quote, I can get it done by next week. The tenant also was arrears, but we've chased them down, we know where they are, we've got a new tenant, we've shown people around, how does that sound? Can we go ahead with the repairs? Absolutely fine. It's not ideal. It's not the best situation or the best circumstance for your client or customer, but it's a solution nonetheless. So always, always present the solutions. Something in our business is we, we say, right, there's a problem. What's the solution? What's the benefit? PSP. So whenever anybody comes to us or comes to a manager or a Dell My MD, what everybody says is PSP. What's the problem? What have you done about it? And what's the benefit to the business? So the third thing is we need to talk about negativity with your family because that is a really, really difficult one. 
I'm very, very fortunate that um, one, a lot of my family are reasonably supportive. And when I say reasonably, I don't mean that they're negative. It's just that, in all honesty, that they're not that interested in what I do. I mean, they are to a certain extent when we're at family barbecues and catch-ups and get-togethers. They ask how business is going, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm fine with that, and that's cool because they do their thing and, and I do my thing. And I'd like to think that the majority of families and, and, and people around the world are like that. But when you get people that are saying, oh, you don't want to get into property, oh, there's a crash coming, oh, what you what you're setting up in business for, you've got a great career working at the council, you've got a fantastic career working as a as a porter at the NHS, or you've got a great pension, they don't see outside their little world and they don't see outside their bubble. The best advice I can give to you is just don't engage with them. Just do not talk about it. Nip it in the bud. If they start going on about it and say, well, listen, that's fine, but I'm very happy where I'm at. Thanks very much. And just change the subject rather than trying to change their mind. You'll never change somebody's mind who's been setting their ways for 20, 30, 40 years. The best way to challenge anybody in that environment is not to talk to them about it, not to tell them what you're going to do. It's to just go out and do it and do it with humility and not rubbing it, their noses in it um, and just show them. You know, if, it, if it's a case of the nice holidays, the cars, the bigger house, the more disposable income, then go and do it. You don't have to come back and tell them about your wages or your earnings or, or flash your, your key car keys under the nose or your, your, your plane tickets business class. But just show them exactly what you're doing. They will know in their heart of hearts that that, that issue or that conversation that you've had, that you are right and they are wrong. But it's not about proving who's right and who's wrong. It's about just trying to do the best that you can be or do the best that you can do and uh, just actually show them that, listen, I'm happy with where I'm at. I'm happy with the direction of my life and this is where I'm going to be. And the last one is, and probably the most hurtful in some ways because it happens more often, is the people that you don't know. So it's it's people that you've never met. It's people that you, you're not even done business with. Um and these are the people that potentially can have a negative impact or talk very negatively about you and your business. So social media is an absolute perfect one. It's, it's great for business, but it's an absolute ball ache at the same time. Now, the reason for that is, is that it's just so easy to spread the word. Everybody can have opinion. And in a matter of seconds, your opinion can get out to 10, 15, 20, 30, 100,000 people. So we've got certain forums in, in our local areas near some of our branches and some of our businesses where it's, you know, the area name, have your say, Peatley, have your say, Hartlepool, have your say, whatever. And because we manage properties, um, on occasion, our, our names get brought up. Absolutely fine. But when you look at the, and, and the complaints, by the way, but when you look at the issues, it's very, very rarely an issue that we have caused. However, from the most part of it, a tenant will go on and we'll have a go at us. Then their friends will jump in, and their other friends jump in, and their other friends jump in. And before you know it, you've got 10, 15, 20 people slagging us down, calling us worse than muck. And I've heard this and I've heard that, when in reality, they've only got part of the picture. Do you know what one thing I can say to that? Screw them. And I don't mean that their opinion isn't relevant, but what I mean is their friends' opinions are not relevant because they've only got half, half a picture, half a story. If you got upset about every single person that said something negative to you about it, whether it was on the forums about you, forums about your business, a friend of a friend about your, about your business or about you, you know, you'd, you'd never get out of bed. You'd be so depressed and so ill thought of, or thought you'd be ill thought of, 
that you wouldn't want to actually get into business or do anything positive. The point is, people have a duty to fit, to see how they feel. They have a duty to just get it off their chest. They have a duty to themselves to just voice their opinion. Do you know what? Everybody's got an opinion, whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent. And you'll be very, very hard-pressed to change people's minds and change people's um, opinions. So don't even try. Don't worry about it. So long as you can look yourself in the mirror, say that I'm aligned with my values, I know where I'm going, I know I'm taking the business, and by goodness, I'm doing a decent job, then that's fine. Of course, you're going to make mistakes. Of course, there are going to be issues. And of course, you're going to try and think, well, are you going to think to yourself, I could and should have done something differently. And I would do if I had my time again. But don't overthink things. Don't value too much about what that person said or what somebody else said, who you've never even met, who you never will meet. Like one of the issues that we had was somebody said that we weren't doing repairs on a particular property. It turns out that we record all phone calls. We, we had a, a, an app that they reported all, all repairs. They'd never made a phone call and they'd never uh, reported through the app. So we invited them in. They came in. We said, where's your evidence? What have you got? Who did you speak to? They said they spoke to somebody who we proved the time and date was on holiday for two weeks. So it turns out that they were lying. It just seemed as though that somebody came on, on Facebook on a forum and said something and they just wanted to say, you know, jump in and, and, and be part of the part of the gang that started slating us. Totally fine with that because, again, we dealt with it in a professional manner and we moved on from it. And there's a good saying is that today's news is tomorrow's fish and chip paper. And it's very true in that what might blow over, what might feel as though it's a big deal today, will absolutely blow over and be virtually nothing tomorrow. So do not worry about it. Just internalise it, look at it, see if they've got a point, and if they haven't, then just move on. One thing you've got to also think to yourself about is, and that's including your negativity of your staff, your customers or network, your family, or the people that you don't know that are having pops at you, is can they determine your future? Can they determine your reality? In the most case, and 99% of the cases is, no, they can't. They literally cannot determine the vision or the passion or the mission or the direction of your business. The odd staff member might veer it off course a little bit. Performance manage out, get back on course. If a couple of customers leave you, fine, let go of them, get back on course. Your family, it doesn't really affect your business. And people that you don't know, that you've never met, who have some sort of silly, from a distance, far-reaching opinion of you, that's not going to affect your business anyway, stretch of form. So don't worry about people that cannot determine your future. Just do not waste your energy, don't waste your focus on them because you've only got a certain amount of focus, a certain amount of drive and ambition. And if you're looking behind you in the rear mirror, dealing with people who are behind you, then you can't be looking forward. So the one piece of advice, if you're dealing with anybody, anybody negative, is don't focus on it too much. Have a look at it, see if they've got a point. As soon as you know they haven't, move on. If they have, feedback is great. Get the feedback, make sure it's constructive and make sure you learn from it. But one thing is for sure, do not beat yourself up about things that can't affect your future. Hope you've enjoyed that episode, everyone, and I'll see you next time on Leadership Revealed. <laughs>